Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, a podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes they can't get to work. As always, I'm joined by producer Joel. Hey, I like. <laughs> how you doing, Joe? I like how we're both performing more now because we said that yeah. we, we're, we're recording this in case we want to put a clip out of this bit. So it's yeah, because you put I you gave put clips it. out of the guest, and I was feeling a little bit left out, and I you know yeah. thought maybe and we have, we have a good time. Introduction bit. I think we're both watchable, aren't we? But I like how yeah. as soon as we did it, like started my I performed it, and then you started doing something with your hands. I did a big wave. Yeah, did, no, I'd never normally wave no, to you. No, you don't, no. What's the point? Yeah, what is the point? But I, I had to, you know, sort out my ring light, get that all sorted. Yeah, you look nice. Because normally well I, I'm in the dark, really, when we do this. I normally can't see you. Because you don't tell it's me nice about it. Oh, good stuff. Good. Clip that. There you go. That's, that's in. <laughs> that is in. Great. We can turn it off now. Stop recording. That's, <laughs> that is gold. So... Uh, producer Joel, our, the podcast, uh, the l- last week's podcast, uh, came out a bit later, so I feel like I've spoke to you really recently. It's nice, isn't it? It's nice. Yeah, it is nice. Yeah, yeah. What? Um, have you, what's happened in that short space of time? Has anything happened with you, Joel? Uh, has anything happened with me? It was Mother's nothing's day. happened with me, Mark. Hashtag with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it was Mother's Day. It was Mother's it was. Day. I guess um, you live with your mother, so you were able to spend it, some time with her. The way I treat my mother every day is Mother's Day. Oh, that's very nice. Make her cups of tea, do the washing up. Do you? Oh, I'm I'm a Oh, you do the washing up. Well, I, done, I like washing up. I'm gonna put that out there. Okay. I I, I, you know what I like. What? <laughs> it could be I anything. Like it could be anything. Washing No, but <laughs> in terms of household chores that you like, I really like I'm in charge of washing the clothes. I love it. That's not a skill. You stick them in the washing machine and then you take them out oh, and dry them. That is out. Are, you, is are you in charge of drying? What you're talking about that like are washing you hand, dishes is something you have to study for. You hand, yeah, but you, it's a physical, you're actually properly involved with washing the dishes. Different it's temperatures. A job. Different colours. What? Different requirements. Yeah, but it's only one decision per load. Yeah. Well, that's, only, that's a second. How is that a job? No, 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 no. There's separation, <laughs> then there's cleaning. Separate. And then you sh- my management of a clothes horse is second to none. I can oh. see gaps on a clothes horse that no one else can see. <laughs> uh, it's phenomenal. I'm a, um, are you going to fuck a road? I fold... Here, here's a little tip for you. I don't, just, I don't just stick it straight on the clothes horse. No. I put it in, in the order it needs to come off the clothes horse. What, when it's dry. What, what order does it need to come off? Well, there's two Wait, of what, us, When so you're going to use each, it? Each of our clothes. Yeah, exactly. Which area of the the bedroom it needs to go into? Whether it's you know best or like sleep stuff you sleep in? Yeah, it's all all being thought out Is well it? in advance. I quite like yeah. putting clothes on a clothes horse. Sometimes I get so excited about a Sunday when I think I could maybe get three or four loads of washing done in one day, and I, I like I get I think I'm gonna have to try and get these four loads onto the two clothes horse that we own. I've it's often wondered bit. why. That's all I've looked forward your to. Your girlfriend likes lockdown. you, and I'm still wondering. Yeah, me too. Well, she's always clean. <laughs> well, her clothes are always clean. <laughs> You're suggesting she's not as clean as her clothes? No. Yes. <laughs> mm, no. 
So to be honest, I think what you should have said is, I really, I'm really like, like, dry, like dry, drying the clothes. Because yeah, the washing, get clean. yeah, but you just chuck, you just stick them in the washing yeah, it'd be machine. So weird if I said, "What's my favorite household chore? Drying the clothes." That's not weird. <laughs> That's, what? That's not weird. It is weird. That's not weird. I like drying the clothes. Do you? I like washing the dishes. I don't like drying the dishes. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I enjoy. I like washing them because I can just really. I'd rather wash them than stick them in a dishwasher. That's controversial. That's mad. Yeah, I'd rather wash them. Just because I like, just you know, I'm in my own world, and I, you know, stick. Have you not got a lot on, on Mark? Uh, just a t-shirt. Come on, clip it up, <laughs> clip that stuff up. That's getting people to the podcast. Uh, I I think quite a good a, th- a good thing to get people to like to encourage people to tweet in would be what household chores excite you. At jokes with Mark, I'd love to know. At Joel underscore Grove. Let us know. Let us know your favourite household chores. Um, <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just want to tell you a quick joke just to get people back on track. Just linked to what one I did earlier. Uh, my my girlfriend's mum has been like sexting me. Mm-hmm. Like the other day, I messaged her something innocent like, "What are you? What have you got on?" She texts back, "No, no, that's not. I've ruined it." I can't remember what it is. She she texts me. I text her saying innocent, like what you're up to that to today, and she texts back saying she's got nothing on. <laughs> Good stuff. There you go. Same joke yeah. as earlier, but just yeah, more Sexier. more craft, sexier, sexed it up. Um, okay, cool. Good, good. Um, <laughs> yep. And Mother's Day. We didn't even talk about Mother's Day. What? Oh yeah, no, I, was, I was saying about the dishes because yeah, yeah, yeah. So did you? What did you do? Anything? Could you? Well, what could I do? I just got I just got bunches of flowers sent to my mum and to my stepmom. Nice. That's good. That's lovely. It's pretty good, isn't it? Were they happy? Best you can do at the moment. Yeah. Were they happy with them? They both seemed happy. Yeah. I was. I'll be honest. Until both arrived, I was really worried that I'd sent the wrong labels. <laughs> I, would that matter? Um. Well, they got yeah. So one it, says mum and one says a name. Yeah. So. So. And. And I'll let you know a secret. It was the same bunch of flowers, so I didn't want to be—I didn't want to be exposed. But that wouldn't have exposed you, would it? Because they wouldn't have known what the other bunch were going to be. They would have done if the name tags were wrong, though, wouldn't they? Oh, so, oh would your mum hate it if if she knew the stepmum got the same as she got, or she'd be alright with it? I think she'd be alright with it. She'd be more annoyed about being called the name uh, the wrong name by her son. What? What's the name? <laughs> I'm not telling you the name. It's a shame they've not got the same name. That's the sort of thing that can get you into my internet banking. <laughs> What's my stepmom's name? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that classic. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, lovely. Well, that's good, isn't what, it? What did you do to celebrate them? What did? Well, I don't know. Washed did a few dishes. <clears throat> I washed. Did you get anything? Um, uh, no. Oh yeah, yeah. I've got, uh, got a nice book. Oh, yeah. She likes reading. Got a lovely book, and if I'm honest, I went to Tesco, and I thought, "Ah, oh, get her a book." And I just looked, and there was just one. And this is on most books. It just said on the best se- like bestseller <laughs> or something at the top. So I thought, "Wow, well, I can't go wrong with that." And it's one that she's been looking at apparently that she saw that she. Now I don't know whether she was just being nice saying that. What's the book? I can't believe you just went into Tesco and picked up a book. It looked like the, the sort book? of book that my mum would like. What's it called, Mark? Oh, I don't remember. It's about oh it's about someone going back home where they hadn't been for years and re-meeting people and stuff. I don't know. But it's the sort of thing that I think she'd like. And she's, she's she said that is the book that she'd like. So Good. Yeah, okay. I, did, I did well there. Yeah. And then chocolates and stuff like that. My brother did the flowers. So she got she got everything. That that you'd think the full sweep. Yeah, I yeah. can't think of anything else that people get on Mother's Day. That not really. No. What else do people get? Nothing. Got a card. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you find there's pressure on you to write a funny note in the cards? No, I wrote a really nice one actually. Oh, that's good. I wrote but when you nice. write a birthday card for like a friend or something? No, I, I never do that. I never send cards to my friends. Oh. What is that? Is that bad? Yeah. Do you send birthday cards? No, to your I, bet I bet they're both quite upset about it. Well, are you upset about it, Joe? 
no, I don't really send birthday no. cards to my friends, I guess. Like, men don't seem That's to That's quite do a that. male thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, mm. all that nonsense. I don't, yeah, rubbish. You don't need cards. It's all nonsense. <coughs> isn't it? Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> no, I'll get my mum a card, obviously. Um, we've been talking too long, Joel. Oh, yeah. we, okay, we'll do the um, our regular feature in the the bit after the oh, podcast. I'll stick around. Yeah, stick around. Um, we've got a good podcast this week, and there's going to be a bonus episode over on patreon.com for slash jokes with Mark. So go check that out. Um, but who have we got this week, Joel? We've got the amazing, the inimitable. Andrew Bird. The the what? The inimitable. Inimitable. As in you cannot imitate him. You can't imitate him. <laughs> you can't imitate him. Inimitable. What made you say that? Do you think he's got a weird voice? Uh, I'll be honest. Actually, if you have a weird that, voice, that's easier to I'm imitate. running out of adjectives to put in the descriptions for these podcasts. <laughs> and that's so what I'm just starting for. to use ones that aren't relevant. <laughs> Great. That's a nice little... The massive Andrew Bird. <laughs> it's Andrew Bird. Oh, I bloody love chatting to Andrew Bird. This is a good one. Have you listened to it yet, Joel? No. You have not? Oh, okay. I'm, I'm about to listen to it right now. With oh, the it is a good one. It is a good one. Ah, oh, here he is. I, at the moment, again, I feel like I'm trying to find a new way of doing it through lockdown. I've been writing. Uh, I used to write everything out and then I stopped where I would have an idea, write down like the topic of what it was about then try and think of stuff and then just make a few like couple word notes about it and then say it from that on stage and if it didn't work I write it out and then shrink it back mm. and then get it to just a word again so yeah you kind of write out and then shrink it back so you can remember it by a word but you'd have to write it out in the first place to get to that point yeah yeah and then I kind of got from not having time to write and having kids and just you were just getting to gigs and just um writing a few words and in a panic doing it on stage and stuff like that and um trying to write a bit out before you went on and then just having headings and stuff and then um just recently during lockdown i've always meant to do this i've started again writing it out longhand i've started typing stuff up longhand typing it out and then shrinking it back to bullet points on the laptop because I always write ideas down in a notepad. I've always got a notepad. I always write ideas down. It feels right. It should be in a notepad. Mm. Like stand up should be written down Lots in a of notepad. Say that. People are now like putting it in notes on their in their phone, kind of. But mm. I still, I do that and then write it in a notepad just to be authentic. <laughs> um, but, but there's something about um, I'm always conflicted about this as well that I've done writing for stuff like like you've been on mock the week and you've written on you've had to write it on a laptop you write some ideas for mm. bits and then you write stuff on a laptop and i've done that and i've written with people and for people on laptops because you know you got to email it in yeah and i've sometimes thought fuck if i wrote like this for myself i would get more jokes i've made up stuff mm. typing because there's something about it i don't know what i don't know how to describe it but visually it's in blocks and you can move things about easier yeah. and stuff like that. Where I think I should do this for myself. So I'm trying to combine mm. writing stuff in a notepad, then typing it up, shrinking it back, and writing it all out, loads of it during lockdown because I was trying to write a trying to write a tour show. So I wanted to try and do it like that. Like um um Lloyd Langford told me Rod Gilbert does he types stuff out like loads and loads and he has like a like a 200 page document and he puts all his research down like um for the cat that looked like nicholas lindhurst tour he had this brilliant bit about um spa hotels his girlfriend at the time wanted to go to a spa hotel i don't want to go on a spa weekend <laughs> and he had a brilliant line about if i'm stood in the reception there's a picture of a pebble oh yeah yeah and apparently he had loads of research about websites of spa hotels on his document of writing. And he would have, from going through those wow. websites, he probably would have just noticed there's a pebble on every website. So then everyone relates to that because everyone's... Yeah, saying, so there's wow. something, there's, I think, mixing both, I think. A mm. mixture of making notes in your notepad, writing stuff in your notepad and typing it up. I'm trying to find a balance at the moment of both. Yeah, I tend to mix notepad and phone 
just because if I'm out and about, I won't have my notepad on me. Um, but if I'm in a cafe, I'll have a notepad. Yeah. Um, and then I, everything goes onto the computer. I've got a couple of documents just so they're always there. You can't lose them. They're on a Google Doc. And then I find that when I'm trying jokes and then just with one line, it's just like maneuvering. Oh, I'm going to stick that yeah. bit there. That's so much easier on the computer because you literally just... And it makes, I think it makes it clearer in your head mm. as well. Like mechanically, that's a word. But a set list it... written... If I put my set list on computer and printed it out, that wouldn't go in like it does if I write it by yeah. hand. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah, I have, if I do the same exactly the same set three nights in a row at a gig, I would still have to write my set down on a bit of paper before I go on. Just yeah. I think just the because like, revision at school made you <laughs> peer pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rev- <laughs> yeah, I would have to. I don't know. I'd have to do it. Mm. Um, but yeah, I've got. Uh, it's funny in my first set list as well. I was going to tell you, I've got uh, my first bit of um, censorship. I sh- clearly showed my set list to someone, which is fucking. You would never do that now. Yeah. You would never show your right. If someone picks up your notepad, you would kill them, like reading your diary. But <laughs> like, in it, I showed somebody this, and they made a note in the margin saying, "Andrew, you can't say that." <laughs> Like, whoa, what was you. it? What was it? Oh, Bill Hicks it, back then. Was it really bad what you'd put? <laughs> it's not that bad, but I can see why they said it. It's, um, I've like, I've even wrote it out like I'm talking. I've wrote, I'll read it word for word. <laughs> I'll tell you what I'd love to have seen. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. The Daz Doorstep Challenge. That's dated, isn't it? Remember the Daz Doorstep Challenge? That's how dated You love an is. advert, don't you? Yeah, yeah, the Daz doorstep <laughs> challenge at Fred West's house. <laughs> so yeah, Rosemary at the door, saying yes, my husband after a long day of murdering, has got blood and fragments all over him, and when he dips buries them, he has soil all over his sleeves or something. I mean that is yeah, it's pretty dark. But I don't think that's unacceptable. I mean you can imagine someone saying that at yeah, a gig. Yeah, but I can see why that person. <laughs> Andrew you can't say that but I was looking through and there is another bit I did read I was reading through it and it, a lot of it I remember doing a, a competition early on and um, and I didn't get through and my brother picked me up from Milton Keynes train station I lived in Toaster in North Ants so it was about a 20 minute drive God bless him he used to come and pick me up yeah. and um, and I was just just distraught. I thought winning this competition would make me a household name, as you did when you started. I didn't even get through to the next round. And he said to me, well, all your stuff's about drinking and condoms. And I was like, stop the car. And I made him stop the car, and I got out. And I said, I'll walk. And I walked home. It was a five-hour walk. He he drove home, rang me from, from home, and went, he said to me, like, it's a four-hour walk, good luck, and hung up on me. <laughs> but I'm looking at it now. Fuck, he had a point. That's he had so, a point. That's so funny. From a, from a 20-something-year perspective, he was bang on, to be fair to him. Yeah. It is just drinking and condoms. But there's one bit that I thought, oh, that's not bad. There's a... Hear about Formula One. Mm. There's, a, there's people paid a lot of money to design the safety aspects... All they should do is drive the cars at the A-team because they used to crash, fly 20 foot in the air, roll about eight times, and they'd just get out and dust themselves off. <laughs> you remember in the A-team, no one died, did they? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. Yeah, that's a... That's for an 18-year-old, that's not bad. <laughs> and I've got I've got stuff I've even crossed out at the time on in this set list that I obviously then decided not to do. And one of them I crossed out for that's is better a, than all the other stuff. Is there a joke about... I'm just trying to think something that reminds me of, but I don't know if, if it is a joke or if it's something I thought of. I think someone said it. You know the black box always survives. Is there a thing about yeah. why don't they make the plane out of... Yeah. Out of the black box? Oh, yeah. Is that a, a bit, bit someone's that. done? I don't, yeah, yeah. Why don't they make the whole plane well, out of that? you did it yeah. first, mate, because that's from bloody... Eight, I mean, no offence. That's from quite a while ago. Your one. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm not offended. Um, <laughs> well, I did... I have got a note here about... a. Bit like again, just such a tiny observation about being in a shop. I hated being the only person in a shop, like a little independent shop, because mm. you can feel them looking at you like, "Please buy something, or we'll go bust, <laughs> and I'll lose my mortgage." 
Like, I think I've tried that once, never worked. Thought, oh, that's just a... Then Louis C.K.'s last special, he had a bit about being in independent shops, but he worded it so much better. You could see that's why that works and why mine didn't. But then that's... His was, you're in there surrounded by their dream. Right. You're like, ah, oh, there you go. But this is an example of why a lot of the time you shouldn't ever give up on ideas because yeah. if, if you'd have really... Const- you might, you could might have got there eventually. Yeah. But... yeah. That's, I a, might, that's annoying, isn't it? I might one day go back through some of this. Mm. Do a, that'd be funny to do a hour, do a do a show based on your note first ever notepad, and you've got to make everything in there work. Yeah, well, I had that's a yeah, that's a nice concept. I had I had this idea, this structure that I used in my first sets, which was about it, it was about observational comedy, but it which I think maybe the the idea has sort of been done, but. I'd always start every bit with have you I'm going to I want to do observational comedy so you won't I'm not going to do anything unless you can relate to it and I'll start every bit by going have you ever and then say things that obviously they've done been in a car the audience would say yes and I'll just do a joke about a car and then yeah. so that'll be the structure and at the the last bit was have you ever um, been on holiday to Devon and there'd be some yeses, some noes, and I'd be really annoyed. I'd be like, oh, that's my best bit. Oh, I won't do that then, because you can't relate to it. <laughs> and then I'd go, okay, have you ever been on holiday? Stop there. And that would get a laugh. And they go, yeah. yeah. I'd go, okay, cool. I went on holiday to Devon. And then do the bit. <laughs> nice. And it was a really nice structure. And I've often wondered if that would work in a, a whole hour, a structure. But then half of me thinks, oh, you can't go back to an idea you had all that time ago. Yeah, but did do you do that? I never did an hour with it, no. That was just in my first five, ten-minute sets, and then eventually I stopped oh, doing it. I think it. you can go back to that if you make something more of it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. That's I just like, wonder if the comedians that knew me back then, they'd come to like, see me doing it and go, God, is, it, is, not, is he still doing that? Oh, that's some comedian paranoia. That. <laughs> do you think so? Yeah. But I, yeah. I like the idea of that structure. I, I think, yeah. I, think that's, I know what you mean. I would have that same paranoia. But if you're making something more of it, yeah, and you're now using it from your uh, perspective of how long you've been going and how much more experience you've got, like why can't it be used again? Like, yeah, yeah. If I had that. That um, I've still damaged by the Newcastle Hyena Comedy Club. <laughs> What's that happened? Because you do Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and it's that gig's one of them where you can't even see the front row. It's just sheet black. Can't see anything but the bar at the back of the room. Mm is lit up so all you can see is the bar staff and i've still got this in my head where like the saturday night you can just see them going oh fuck this bit again <laughs> <Not really. laughs> the paranoia of someone seeing you do the same stuff and that was yeah. like really early on like in my first three years and i still have that now i do the comedia where you still mm. god bless it love, doing like yeah. a friday two saturday and the sunday and mm. I'll be paranoid of the bar staff and I'll be putting different bits in purely. Yeah. Think, hoping someone beyond the bar has gone, oh, hello. <laughs> yeah. Whereas they're just they're not listening. talking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're not listening. I've never in 20 years of stand-up, no, 19 years of doing stand-up, I've never had a, someone from beyond the bar say, oh, I like the way you do different bits every night. <laughs> but they'll quickly say you do the same shit every night. They'll say, <laughs> yeah. I've had that. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, right. What, what else have you got? What other ideas did you think that you wanted to mention? You got anything oh, else I'd, down? I'll, uh, I haven't tried. I've got some more recent stuff. Okay, cool. I'll tell. I'll tell you the one old bit that I did notice that I thought that I crossed out. Right. And I looked at it and went, "Why did I cross that out?" There's something in that about <clears throat> radio stations. Um, uh, they they want you to know that they played non-stop hits, and we. Uh, we don't talk over your favourite hits. And it's like, well, you are now. <laughs> and um, and you know what I'd like to do is invite all the radio DJs to a film premiere. And then 10 minutes from the end, just stop <laughs> the film and go, we just play non-stop films. We don't talk over your favourite films. <laughs> There's something in that. I might have even there seen is. someone do a variation of that and gone, fuck, I had that idea. Someone's, that, someone's been at your notepads, mate. Yeah, someone's... Who, someone's who, wrote, uh, who wrote in that margin? I reckon that's them. They're leaking your stuff. <laughs> yeah. That is All a good idea. years later. That is a good idea. Like, so that, 
So do you think you'd frame it like that? You go, I'll tell you what I'd do. I'd get them in the film. Because the the I, I like those bits that you kind of, you know where it's going. You've 100% shown us where it's going, yet it's still funny when you get there. I love, yeah. like, I guess, I mean, I can't think of a, maybe Stuart Lee or someone. Sometimes you know where he's going with a bit, but he just keeps going yeah. and it just gets funnier and funnier. Sometimes, that's a weird, that is a good observation that of uh, sometimes they have, like having the balls to let the audience know, you know, sometimes you want to say stuff so it's a surprise to the audience. Like if they've thought of it as quick as before you finish saying it, it's like they've won in some way. Yeah. But in some ways, that's not right. Like if they've thought of it, then they get, then mm. the laugh's even better because there's a satisfaction then at the end. Yeah. Yeah, that's but, what um, it is, right. But I don't often have the balls to do it. I just go, la, 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 la. yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, actually. If I've got a joke where I think they might get it quicker than I finish it, I'll say it quicker. Yeah. Whereas and you some, you often does. trample over it then, don't you? Yeah. Because you could also do that <coughs> joke. It's like, you, I've noticed that these DJs do this thing. That's a bit like watching an entire film and then the last 10 minutes saying something else. So, that, like, do you think, do you prefer doing it that you're getting your own back on those DJs because they've annoyed you? Because the way you framed it, so there's a, oh, that's yeah. an, it's like an added layer. You're sort of getting your own back on them rather than oh, just... Oh, yeah. You see, maybe that's why... See, maybe that's sometimes what I do that without realising it. I've not noticed that. Sometimes um, I think if you do it like that, you know when you see a comedian say it, something like that and go, what I want to do is... You're like, fucking all right, mate. <laughs> But if you said it more of a hypothetical way like you just did, mm. then it's not so personal. You can just laugh at the idea of it rather than me. But is it as funny if you're not getting... Because if those people are also annoyed at those DJs, yeah, then th that could increase the laugh, I think, Yeah, at the idea of you know, getting your yeah. own back. But you see, I wouldn't have even... I would have tried it that one way <laughs> I of think me doing it <laughs> in an angry, ranty way, and the audience might have gone, "Fucking right, mate!" And then I'll have never tried it again. Right. See, that's that's the thing. You see, I should, yeah, oh, maybe. maybe try it from. But I like the way you set it up. Like, I think that I think it's good. But but that's the thing. There's always another way to sort of approach it if it isn't. It depends on the style as well. Because like Mac Michael McIntyre, if he did that, he would he would just make the observation and go, "That's a bit like." I don't think he yeah. does those sort of things. See, this is what I always do when I write. I try and think of something and go, fuck, I've got to tell you what. He'd do a really Ramesh, good job. Ramesh would nail this. <laughs> like, that's why those those comedians that... Um, I always think that. Some of the, the comedians that, like Sean Walsh and Josh Widdicombe and John Richardson and mm. Ramesh and Mickey Flanagan and all them, people go, well, how, how did they make it big? How, how, did, what, how did they and you haven't? and stuff like that mm. and like you know one one aspect just one of the aspects is with them that the jokes work better a lot of the times it could be you could do exactly the same joke it worked better with them because they've got a clear voice yeah and a clear point of view mm -hmm. and you know how they feel or you want to know how they feel about it you know but i find with me i haven't really got still now <laughs> nearly 20 years i don't know what my voice is I often, like, I've written with comedians and gone, what oh, What would you think of this? Mm. And I know who they are, and you know them quite well. Like, if you wrote with Sean Walsh or Ramesh, you'd be like, what would he think of this? What would he feel about this? Yeah. And I often think, what the fuck don't I do that with myself? Yeah, because with Ramesh... Because I don't know. That's the thing, because you say in about, I don't, like, do I moan about it or not? You just automatically with them they would just be annoyed and that's their they are just annoyed yeah. at this thing and everyone watching them knows that so yeah like, it's just you know accepted. how you know any you could say any topic and you'd want to know what john richardson's opinion on that is mm. i would want to know what his opinion on that is because you kind of know who he is already or his mm. his attitude towards stuff and i often find i i, I I'll start a bit and then think, yeah, but what do I think of this? I don't know. I don't know me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which makes it all a lot trickier, doesn't it? Um, yeah, so that's why I chose one-liners, I think. Yeah, I might, I might, I might join you. Um, I've got, I've got You've a couple more. You've probably got a full set of one-liners in those notes if you work your way through them. 
yeah, yeah. If I just cross out a few lines. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I've got. It's. Uh, I wasn't sure with Jarrett. Jarrett, when, when I've listened, is it to uh, stuff that hasn't worked, isn't it? To try and get well, stuff it's, to. It's very. That's the loose premise. But it's any, yeah. just any joke chat, really. Yeah. Well, I've but I've got. Uh, I had a bit for for a while, and it's like a bit of a story. It's a true story. And I'm like, why hasn't that? I think it's too weird or it's not believable. I don't know, but I thought everyone had had a similar thing about. Um, I thought everyone, every boy, as a teenager, um, <coughs> had has had an older person show them their penis. <laughs> See, I thought every boy had had this. This was like I a, find you embarrassed saying this funny. Yeah, maybe I that, really like that. that. Maybe that'd be the way. <laughs> okay, and, tell me more about what you mean. As in, to show you it, as in, this is what it is and what it does. Uh, yes, that maybe that maybe that's what it is, and I need to explain it better. Like, is but it a, I like, is it, say, I like saying it. You or? Y- yeah, good point. I like saying it vague because it's weird. But then maybe I need maybe I didn't make it clear what I meant. But what I do because what I meant, and then I started by going. I had a mate had this weird uncle, and then I go, that sounds worse than it is. <laughs> yeah. Right, he had an uncle. I had a mate. Did you know anyone like this? I had a mate who's had an uncle that was like two years older than him. Mm. You know the people yeah, that have an yeah. uncle that are only two years older. So his uncle used to come and visit in the summer for the summer holidays. It was like fucking funny. You go and call for him. You go, all right, Slacky. Well, maybe I shouldn't say his name, <laughs> but be all right. All right, Slacky. You go. Is your uncle Dave coming out as well? So his uncle Dave used to come out. And um, uh, and, uh, and I'd say, well, yeah, we go. Can we have some pocket money? He'd be like, you get the same pocket money as me, you twat. Um, so then, uh, so then one summer he come back. So there's a big difference when you're younger, two years. Mm. So we're like, say, thirteen, and he's now fifteen. So he's gone through puberty, right? And we haven't, right? Right. So that's what it was. It was as young boys, we were like, well, what, what's we're, like you're talking about it? And it's normal <laughs> to talk about it. There's nothing sexual. <laughs> it's just um naive curiosity so we're all asking oh, what's what's it like then when you sort of go through puberty <laughs> and there's uh there's, there's, as i say there's only two options there you can either show or tell <laughs> and he went for show um there's nothing sexual because when you're a young boy as well i was saying about how this this man knob just sort of arrives on you and you're still a boy like fuck and um, so we were sat on these steps uh, on the on the wreck on the playground, it's like a back stairwell to an old people's home, <laughs> and there's three or four of us just all sat there, and he just sort of got his penis out and just sort of showed us a post puberty penis. And we're all going, oh yeah, it was just like it was like yeah. like a penis demonstration. <laughs> there was nothing sexual or sordid. It was just like a. The, the, amount, a of, the amount of times that you say it's nothing sexual makes me think it was a little bit. That's, I think that's probably I'm putting the audience on edge. I must have done it more on stage because I've tried this bit out about two, three times and it just gets confusion. Should I tell you what, one thing? I just don't think that's a thing. I just think, I think, Uncle, I just think Uncle Dave's a bit just overconfident. <laughs> yeah. Because I remember just like I was fairly... Le- well, I think I was probably about average, but I remember... I was really into sport and I remember the kids shower. Yeah. In the getting changed after football. Yeah. The, it was, it was a horrible time because you got these, the confident lads and all the confident lads yeah. are the ones that have gone through puberty. Yeah. And they're sort of wandering around with it out. And you're like feeling like this little weirdo in the corner. My mate, Ollie Pritchett went through puberty before us. And we used to call him bald old. Like ironically, because he had pubes, he wasn't bold, but we called him Bold Ol. And me and my mate still call him that to this day. All right, Bold Ol, just because he went through puberty before us. But um, yeah, that's the only said, time I'd have seen someone. Yeah, you know, maybe I should say it like maybe reference that. That's how most people. And then you're first the obscure. In the shower, it's funny, if, it's funny if you say that you've you, you were telling all these people, and then you slowly realise. That's a funny thing that you suddenly realised. Actually, Dave was just a bit this weird. This isn't a thing. Like, I thought that. I I honestly thought that was just like a a, a part of your adolescence, like a a thing of 
you know, girls talking about their breasts when some of them get breasts and some haven't, and boys mm. talk about getting pubes when some have and some haven't. There's this weird time we where some of you it. have. I think we talk yeah. about it. I, I don't recall anyone whipping it out. Yeah, that, well, that's the thing. And that, what was funny? What was funny was that after it was just like, oh, all right, what be funny? Should we go and play football? And then we just carried on playing football. Is there a funny thing where since then you've you've you just thought it was normal, so you've been showing everyone yours? So, <laughs> oh, so then, yeah, so then yeah. that'd be the twist that you're you're suddenly the weirdo that's getting his knob out. Yeah, I didn't think what what my I ended it by saying I remember bumping into him like only a few years ago as adults mm. back home where I grew up. And he like I didn't recognise him, and he was like, "All right," and I was like, "All right," and then he went, "Uncle Dave." I went, "Oh, fucking all right." I thought he'd had to and get then... his knob out so you recognise him. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, for in the toilet, so I would have known him. <laughs> but yeah, but these girl, he was there with That's his girlfriend. Joke. That might even be a good joke, actually. That might mate. be the joke. It, yeah. you, you, you bumped into him in the bathroom of a club or something. And oh then yeah, you're having a Uncle piss, Dave. And he's like Uncle Dave, and you're like, what? And he got his willy out. I was like, oh, or something. It's, I feel like there's something. Oh there. yeah, that might be. But oh, yeah, Dave. I've, I've got it like his. Uh, then he introduced me to his girlfriend. And I'm like, all right, Auntie Lisa, and then. Um, <laughs> And then my end of it is probably a bit, yeah, it's probably a bit too wishy-washy. That's why the ending of it was like neither of us said anything, but we were both thinking about we it. We knew. We knew. I was looking at him like, you showed me your penis when we were like 15. But yeah, it's just, it's weird, isn't it? And it's never worked, but there's something funny about it. I don't know what. I think that's just getting the right angle, because I think if you approached it thinking it's an observation, then it's, yeah. I, I think... I mean, I might be wrong. Uh, tweet in at Jokes with Mark. Let us know. Uh, did anyone show you their penis uh, when you were going through puberty? Uh, let us I know. I might get deleted from Twitter pretty quick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> show us a picture. Um, send, send your pictures in. Um, send, your, send your dick pics <laughs> at. Um, yeah. That's so, um, uh, yeah, I that and should i because if you've got you one know, last bit i think yeah we've, we've got time for one yeah. more bit because yeah um i'll tell you so i've told you one of my first ever bits i'll tell you the one my most recent bit okay is this a bit that you've tried on stage I've or not, on not zoom? tried at all oh not on t- not even on zoom okay no this is in the cycle of stuff i've tried on jared christmas in a conversation does that count <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah he gave it fuck all did he actually uh, no, <laughs> no no he, he um <laughs> Is Jared someone that you will like have conversations with and run yeah. like, things yeah. past each other? Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, him, Luke. Mm. There's a few others. It's quite, Luke Tolson. It'd be quite cool to know all these different groups because I've got my yeah. group of friends that I run part stuff past. I think we all. Yeah, have. Jared. It's, it's a good way of doing it. Jared just the other day WhatsApp me. Is what do you think of this? I love it when people start a WhatsApp with that. What do you think of this? <laughs> and it's um, just his knob. <laughs> yeah. All right, Uncle Dave. Um, <laughs> Uh, hang on, hang on. So, uh, there was something about, uh, there's something something in it, it's a bit weird, it's, it's very much of this time as well, about online funerals. Mm. Um, online funerals, my wife just come to the window and went, it's finished. Um, <laughs> like, she won't get this. Uh, on- <laughs> online funerals, I don't know if anyone's watched an online funeral during lockdown. I have. Yeah, yeah, and been... I've watched one live and I've been sent a link for one. My old neighbour who moved away, she's an old lady and we kept in touch and the family told us, she was a very nice lady and she died and she sent us the link. It's such a weird thing when you get sent a link for a funeral. That's something you have to watch immediately. It's not something, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. such a, there's, some, there's, some, there's a lot of jokes in there somewhere of like, we were like, well, we've got, We've got two episodes left of Killing Eve. I mean, it's so disrespectful to not watch that that night. You have to watch that it that night. It feels like the funeral should come after Killing Eve. Yeah, yeah. And and then watching it, and just we're so used to Zoom and stuff now, just the lack of respect for someone's fucking funeral. It's a funeral, and you're just sat there eating crisp, <laughs> and you're getting up, and you're telling your kids to be quiet you're watching it in the middle of the day yeah, and there's yeah, just yeah. i think there's more you're i haven't got pajamas. many jokes yeah 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 you're at a funeral in your pajamas my black pajamas <laughs> yeah i'll make a note that's a good bit <laughs> um 
Yeah, there's just... Um, I love that because like, there's, there's, you can wring so much out of that, I think. I think there's a minute... Oh, the making, trouble you got making... is, how do you feel about doing it? Because I've thought of things to do with COVID at times, and I thought just so many people have had to experience the funerals of people. Do you think that, that it might get a weird yeah, response? Yeah, that's a good point. Or it's one of those things that would need framing, right, I think, wouldn't it? Yeah, because yeah, again to but, make it a, may, maybe a positive a good, thing. Yeah, but it's such a good, it's it's such a good thing to be able to do, but because no one has ever done it, because it's a new thing, it's quite nice. That there's so much you could get out of that as a bit. Yeah, there's well, there's things from it's a weird. We're in a weird time at the moment for stand up, where there's things from lockdown and Zoom, and those kind of things where you there's very much of this time. And after this, and we get back to some normality, it's going to be a weird thing of people don't want to fucking hear about this shit ever again. Mm. There's going to get a point where you cannot do jokes about homeschooling eight months after lockdown ends. Yep. People won't want to hear it. But there will be things that we're going to carry on in our lives. Like this, we, we wouldn't have... If we were doing this podcast now, we would have met up to do this. But I mm. think in the future, we'll, we will all do more Zoom 100%. podcasts. Yeah, And yeah. there's... I think there'll be some Zoom new material nights will carry on because it's like mm. doing a new material night to 12 people on Zoom is much yeah. more useful than driving for three hours to do it to four people in a pub. Yeah, yeah. No, no, totally agree. Totally so agree. I think there's some things that will still... All, Zoom's going to... is part of our lives now. So I think Zoom funerals will be relevant for a while. And I think that will carry on. Well, there will people be are, times when people are abroad and can't make a funeral, and, and yeah, they'll send them a Zoom link for weddings as well. People are people are now so, getting married. So the Zoom link was the link of it once it had finished. Yeah, that well, maybe not a Zoom link then, but it's a link that yeah, you can yeah. I've never, then... never heard that. I'd only ever seen where you you watch it as it happens. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's right. ones where that's, so, so I made so a note you, of that. So, on, oh, on, I mean, there's got to be something about funeral on demand. That's what I've got written here on you. demand funeral. I've written yeah, it the yeah. other way around. On yeah. demand funeral, Zoom grief. Catch up. Put. <laughs> oh, yeah. Catch up death. Um, yeah, so I think there's loads in there, isn't there? Yeah, I, I like that. And you haven't done, so you say you haven't even done that. I haven't even tried. Only I feel, tried I feel like the key to that bit is framing it like you did that other bit that I was talking about, the terrorist bit. Yeah. It's just so that just. I just feel. Some, I just feel like even if there's nothing offensive about it, some people, especially this day and age, will just just the fact that there are people laughing in the room and you're talking about f these funerals. Yeah. People will just hate because. Yeah, maybe you got to frame it, it along the way of, uh, like you said, like some things from that time. We've got to take the positives and use the good things, mm. and Zoom funerals. For the people who can't be there, we got to we can carry that on for like people who can't be at funerals and stuff. That's a yeah, good yeah. thing. But with a Zoom funeral or a funeral online, you've got to watch that immediately. That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I think it's so. disrespectful if you don't. Yeah, but yeah so that, you're establishing it is. Yeah, and then you can't be there sitting in your because that way you're not saying you are doing that. Oh yeah, yeah. But you can't but you're if you're going to watch it. You got to watch it that night. You can't put that off. You can't leave it because you've got Killing Eve. Yeah, yeah. Say it like that. You've got yeah, to say yeah, it like... Yeah. I think so. You've got to, yeah, you've so got to pay your respects. That you're not being disrespectful. Not like, yeah, I didn't watch it for the first few nights yeah, I was yeah. watching Killing Eve. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think so. That's good, That's man. the way. Oh, nice. Yeah. I've, I'm one of them that I have kept all of my note, notebooks and diaries. I, I oh, am yeah. uh, from a uh, good tip from... I used to write down um, all my set lists and then keep like a massive pile of scruffy ripped up bit of paper set list. And then it was who's super organized with writing John Richardson. Right. He said to me, I did the 2005 big value with John. And he was like, what, what are you doing with all them? note, all bits of paper everywhere. He goes, get, get one of these. He's got a day to a page diary, oh. di yearly diary day to a page. So it's every day, full page. And you write down what you did at each gig, and you got it all there together in a diary. So you write down your set list. Oh, that's good. For what you did, and it, he makes. Obviously, I make the odd note. Mm. He makes his color coordinated, <laughs> everything of new bit, bit made up, all of that. Um, but, oh, and then, uh, so then if he ad libs anything, he'll jot down what he did. He'll put that in. And, oh, and I'm what's really good annoyed as well, that I haven't done that. 
Oh, it's brilliant. And what's good as well is you've got that, and then when you do the gig again, and you can't, fuck, when did I do this last? And what oh, did I do? God. you got there, you just flip back and go, uh, and you've got it all there. Oh, mm. it's really good. But um, So I've got those from, well, I've got diaries from when I started for the gigs, but from 2005 on, I've got day-to-a-page diaries with everything I've done. And so you won't um, write, you, that's not where you'll write stuff, like new no, ideas. No, no. That's, that's just, just where I wrote login. Set list. But I've got all wow. of them. Uh, That's a great idea. My 2021 is pretty empty. <laughs> um, but I've got, um, I optimistically, I've bought a 2021 one. Um, but yeah, so I've got my first ever notebook. For when I started writing ideas down, I was obsessed with, uh, like most sort of people at that time, I thought stand-up was Lee Evans. He was the, yep, same. He was the big stand-up. Mm. His video, new video was out. And I remember being in school in sixth form and everyone going, the new Christmas, the new Lee Evans one's out. Oh, that's weird. And- uh, same thing. In my sixth form, every, they got the Lee Evans Wembley one and everyone would watch it every day and all the kids would yeah. sort of be acting it out. And I wouldn't have anything to do Quoting with it because I was shy. Yeah. But that, but yeah, that's, that's amazing. Oh, that shows the difference in age oh, between God. me and you. Mine was, <laughs> mine was, I remember we all, all watching his uh, the Lee Evans live. This I think his second one. Right, oh, I can't remember the name. Is that of one it, in like a I, proper theatre? It wasn't in like he, a huge arena. No, yeah, it's in a proper lovely theatre. Well, yeah. the first time he did Bohemian Rhapsody, that one. Right, okay. I watched that to death. I used to watch that on a Friday night before going out with my mates. Um, <laughs> me and my mate used to come to my house, get changed, we watch Lee Evans, and then go to the pub. When I, and then I remember in sixth form, uh, Lee Evans Live in Scotland came out, and Dean Walsh, who lived around the corner, he got his, like, you know, he got a copy of the first, he got it, and he lent it me. And I remember watching that to death. So I was, I didn't even realise I was obsessed with stand-up, but I do remember, right. Lee, I thought we all were, but I was, I think, clearly I was more. Have so you I was ever watching worked it every with him? Friday. Yeah. Have you? When he's yeah. like at the Glee or something? At the Glee, exactly. At the Glee. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, someone else had that as well with him. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Which tour was, was he warming up for when? Um, two, I've done two, actually. His last two. Oh, wow. I think maybe even three, but I definitely his last two. I did the Glee with him. Oh, that's fucking annoying. My wife, she was before we had kids, so she was with me on that one. Right. And uh, he spoke to her more than me. <laughs> well pissed off. Um, she doesn't even understand the jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, no, she likes it because he acts it out. Oh, right. I was going to say, after after she spoke to him, he was like really down. <laughs> worst, yeah, the worst performance yeah. he's ever given. Yeah. So I, um, yeah, it was an unbelievable meeting him. He just looked like, you know, he looked like something off a video to me. I couldn't quite believe yeah, it right. was him. I've never met him, but, so that would be the same, I think, if I ever did. Yeah. And uh, before the gig, it was exactly like you thought it'd be like, oh, oh, oh. I remember at one point he went, thanks for letting me come down and try stuff out. <laughs> and like a dick, I went to him. I was like trying to be funny or something. I don't know. I just went, well, it's not my club. <laughs> On the way home, I remember saying, why don't I that? That's one of those things him. that probably, well, it still will bother you now. Yeah, it just, does. Yeah. I was just trying to be funny. but um, So I watched, I used to watch it. And then in, I think it was about, I think it was 97, I'd have been 16, 17. I started, because I remember watching Lee Evans and thinking, I, I think that, I thought, which is what all good stand-up is. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think that. <laughs> but I thought the fact that I think it means I should be a stand-up. <laughs> so you started this career <laughs> on a lie. Pretty much. I started it thinking, well, I, I identify with some of the observational stuff a brilliant observational comedian has noticed, which means I must be a comedian. That means everyone should be a comedian. Exactly, uh, you know, and it took a while to realise that. It took a while to realise, and I, I've, I'll tell you this: I'm slightly embarrassed about this, and I've never—I don't think I've ever told anyone this. That, that I remember in school, them thinking I could be a stand-up because I observed tiny little things, <laughs> and I remember telling someone in my next to me, going, "Oh yeah, yeah," and I told him, thinking he'd laugh, right? And what it was, this is awful that. When you drink orange juice out of a carton, what was it? You feel really self-conscious. People are thinking, how much are you having? Because it glugs really slow. <laughs> that was the observation. That. <laughs> it's fucking awful. And I remember my mate laughing at it, and I thought, eh, see? 
And then he stopped laughing and went, that's, what is that? <laughs> he was I thought, and I still remember that feeling of some an observation you've had, dying. Right. So I, I, that right. was like yeah. my first death. <laughs> that social awkwardness of something getting nothing. And it's still what a death is today, just a few more people. <laughs> but I started writing notes and here's my first ever notebook. Oh, wow. And how is it? Uh, Are you embarrassed when you look at the ideas? I've just looked, I've been looking through it and some of them really embarrassed. Some yeah. of them I won't even read because <laughs> in this day and age, uh, with cancel culture. Especially when you were like, how old were you then? 18, 19? 16, 17. So, I mean, even even now, 16, 17 year olds are going to write horrend, like horrible stuff. They don't care about yeah. cancel culture. Yeah. So, I mean, even though I've just read the first line. You got a similar start to Jared then because he started really young, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. I um, school. I start. Yeah, I've got. Um, um, I started. I didn't tell anyone I was writing stuff or thinking about it. And I still remember the first couple of people I had the nerve to actually admit that that's what I was writing. Oh, Sam right. Gulcher, one of them. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, my brother's mate. Yeah, good lad. He stood on my notebook <laughs> on the floor in my house and went, "What's that?" And I went, "Um, I'm writing stand up." And he was like, "Really." Considering he was like your older brother's mate, he was really encouraging. Oh, went, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, you should do that. I was <laughs> oh, like, that's nice. Oh, all right. I mean, if maybe if he'd have said, well, you, you little dick, <laughs> then I might have stopped there and then. But he was quite encouraging and supportive. It is cool, Which, isn't it, I think? It is. No one expects to hear that. So no one has a yeah. predetermined way of reacting to hearing someone say that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So Yes, yeah, so it was It was nice. And, um, and uh, I re- again, it's like real... Lee Evans, I love that thing of that. There's something magical about um, observational stuff. Where I know it sounds really basic, but when you are when you've noticed something and you think it's just you, and then you try it, and then you get that laugh mm. of. I know it sounds such a shitty uh, <laughs> interview, radio interview kind of answer. Yeah, yeah. But there's something th- thrilling about that. I I, I, I don't that. even know what that's like. Like, as I'm a <laughs> yeah. comedian, but I don't. I've never had that really. I, you, you, well, you must have something in some one-liners that are something that chimes true. There must be some stuff in it. I don't know because most of my stuff is be. a surprise rather than. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean, I don't know. I've tried writing to, like bits that to, that people can relate to. To be honest, if I ever think of something, I'll pass it on to someone. Usually, that can do something yeah, with I, it. I do that with like one-liners too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah i'll do that with you uh we'll swap yeah um but my my first thing i ever wrote down as a trying to be a stand-up as an observation and it's such a tiny tiny observation that that is i've wrote down free free papers that you get in the post free newspapers local papers and when you see them in the shop and it's and it says on it 20p where sold you know, on a free paper, it says 20p where sold. And you think, well, where the fuck, where's that sold? And who's buying that when it's free? And that, that was it. <laughs> who's going to buy one when you've just got one posted through the door? <laughs> that, that was my first ever observation. That's good. You're really looking for it, aren't you, with that? Like, so do you think that's something that just occurred to you before? Or was that something when you thought, I'm going to look for stuff? And then you I spotted it. I think I'd it. already, in my brain... That would, uh, I remember looking at that written on there, thinking, "Well, where's that sold?" Yeah, and it, and then I saw Lee Evans and thought, "Oh yeah, you notice stuff like that, and then you make a note of it." Right, yeah, That's that cool. was it. I've, I don't think I've ever tried that bit. But, no, um, I mean it wouldn't be relevant now, would it? Would it? Uh, yeah, yeah. There's still you still get free papers. And do they still say on it twenty p? Well, funnily sold? enough, because I don't. Funnily enough, um, actually, it's a good point. My wife did the opposite of that. Where, yeah, good point. In um, she, um nicked, free she paper. nicked her paper that she's supposed to pay. She for. did. Oh right, she did in Sainsbury's. <laughs> like you know, the metro at the train station, we had chickens, right? And you need newspaper to put in the chicken coop. Yeah. Um, to all the shit goes on, so you can just clear out the paper, makes it easier. So we we'd run out of free paper, so I'd get a pile of metros from the train station. And she she went into Sainsbury's and just picked up a big pile of local papers and took them home. <laughs> just walked out the shop. <laughs> I said she went. I said, "Where'd you get them?" She went Sainsbury's. I went. The fuck, they're not free in the shop. You got to buy them in the shop. 
So kind of the opposite happened. I should maybe try that with that story. That's funny. Yeah. I would I would try that just for the principle of trying to get the first thing I ever wrote down yeah. to get a laugh, which would be 97. I mean, would Jesus you would you Christ. would you approach 24 that? years old? Would you approach that as that was that, that was your first idea and then bring it up to modern day life and say this is do you know what I mean? Or would you... Maybe, yeah, maybe. Maybe that would be a way of doing it. I've done that before, actually, with um, one of my oldest jokes as well. One of my... Yeah, one of my first jokes that I actually did in my first open spots was about how my mum and dad didn't... This is a one-liner as well, really. My mum and dad didn't plan me. Okay. I was I was an accident. They didn't plan me. So I rang the National Accident Helpline and got four <laughs> grand. Well, there's blame, there's a claim. So that 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 always did well. That was one of my first yeah. jokes where other oh, right. comedians would go, "I like that bit." You know, yeah, when that yeah, first yeah. happens as a comedian, no, another comedian says, oh, "Yes, you do." <laughs> another comedian says, "I like that bit." Oh, it's a lovely feeling. That mm. was one of my first ones where other comedians said, "I like that." And that's another one I'd, I'd done for years and years. And my wife suddenly, in a car journey, said, uh, "So, where, when did your mum tell you that you're an accident?" I said, I'm not, I'm not, it's just a joke. It's a joke, isn't it? National Accident Helpline. And she went, yeah, but you are an accident, no? I went, what? She went, your mum told me you're an accident. I said, fucking what? And I didn't, I didn't know that I wasn't planned. I didn't know I was an accident. So I've told that through that filter of, uh, this is one of my oldest jokes, and I told it for ages, then my wife told me this. Nice, yeah. And then she proceeded to tell me the method, uh, of, yeah, the method of contraception that I evaded. She said, your mum was wearing a cap. Oh, God. And I said to her, oh, fuck, that's mate. And I said to her, maybe that's... Yeah. I said, maybe that's why still hats don't suit me, or something like that. And I did that one as well. But, yeah, I think that's acceptable. I've had that where I've had an old joke... Um, that got nicked a lot, and then I had a I had another story about some so an exchange that happened online with someone about that joke. So that's how I'd sort of be able I'd get away with doing an old joke. Yeah, yeah. By saying this that... is the thing, and they still laugh as much, especially with jokes. Like if you tell them yeah. this is a joke that this thing happened. Yeah, they still laugh as much as they would if you didn't tell them that. So that it doesn't affect it, I don't think. Yeah, I um. Yeah, so I've got my first ever notepad, and uh, uh, Jared didn't have this. I've got my first ever set list. Oh, wow. Written on A4 bits of paper with a highlighter in the margin for the topics. I mean, I'm looking at it going, that's quite a well-written set list for a first ever set list. Yeah, frame it. But I've got it written, what what I didn't realise that I now know, it's all written out, like longhand, like paragraphs. Right. And I do remember doing an early gig and go, fuck, I couldn't remember it. And realising you have to shrink it down to just a word. Yeah, yeah. So I remember that took me a while. Just to, spark, remember- just to spark your memory, right? And then yeah. as soon as you know that word, you know that's net coming next and then you know where it's yeah. going. One word will be like, uh, like I've got in the margins the word that I should have had, like being young, I've got. And then... You know, I should have just had that and memorised it, but I've got the whole paragraph. <laughs> I used to um, do that as well. Actually, one of my first notepads I've kept is it's all in paragraphs. It takes forever to read it all. But there's something about that I was going to say to you. I did think that one thing I talked to you about is I I've gone I've gone back and forward with this in that I used to write everything out in this these notepads. I used to just sit and write and write and write. Like they call it now your your pages, don't they? The the yeah, what's it called? Where oh, you just freehand stuff that you just keep. Yeah, where people say you write your ten pages in the morning, it can be absolutely rubbish about yeah. nothing. Yeah, just to get your brain working. And I think I kind of did that. No, I did start with a topic I wanted to write about that I thought something's funny in it, mm. and then I'd write and write and write and write and write it all out. So you'd write as I... things come to you. You'd write. Yeah, longhand. And as as I'm writing longhand, I found a little bit of my brain must be occupied with the writing. And then another little bit of my brain can sort of chip in and go, yeah, what about that? What about It's like you're two people. Yeah. Because I find if I just have a word written down, like free newspapers, and think I need to think of some things for that, I just sit and stare at the word, Mm. think I can't write anything, and then think of all the comedians that are better than me that would make something up really good about this, and then hate myself (laughs) and give up and then go and watch telly, and then hate myself for watching telly and not writing. 
and then start just this spiral of self-hate and I'm a shit comedian happens. Whether, if you write out longhand, you're occupied and that stops. Yeah, that's interesting because I used to do that, but I don't anymore. But obviously I'm a different style now. But I don't know whether that comes from you being closer to school because back when we were at school, that's how you'd write essays. You'd start and then you just keep keep writing as you think. You wouldn't structure it like... I mean, that maybe might... that's why I wasn't very good at essays. Maybe you're supposed to, but or if it's or if it, yeah. like a, if it was in English and I was had to write a story, I'd just start and I go, oh yeah, then that happens, and then yeah, that can happen. I wouldn't, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I don't know whether yes. That's... And I think something. Yeah, I think you're right, and I think there's something in that. That then, as I got a little bit older and I'd left school and I'm in my twenties, man, <laughs> and I no one tells me what to do anymore, man. I start I stopped kind of writing properly. Mm. I did write, but I would write. I feel com- constantly conflicted with I should write stuff out because that's how I s- kind of feel comfortable writing. And those fucking comedians that I bet you've had on here that go, I just write a word and then I write it on stage. Yes, I- oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, I hate those people that just, I just go on, I just go on with an idea. And I just, I work it out on stage. Oh, do ya? Um, sorry to all the other people that have been on this. This is a bit I'm clipping up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Andrew Bird! Hashtagawuga! Andrew Bird. Andrew Bird. Yep, tweet about that. <laughs> clip it up, Joel. Clip it up. It's all Get gold. It it's all clipping it up. Ah, oh, great episode. Um, any feedback about the episode? Let us know at Jokes with Mark on all social media. Love to hear from you. Um, do you want to see? Uh, we've got the regular feature, Joel. Spotlight. Love to. Yeah. So want to see what, I, what my latest email from Spotlight is? See what they're after. Um, oh, it says for your eyes only at the top. Oh, that's cool. Lead male, eighteen to twenty-five. Yeah, it's just just about, <laughs> just about. Have a shave. Just about make that. Um, please state in comment box if talent have MC rap grime experience. What's the chance that I just showed my beatboxing? How weird. <laughs> Get a weird. tape into them. What? 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 <laughs> weird. <laughs> Any height, <laughs> good. Male, uh, appearance, yeah. black. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Um, and then it's got a dash and says other areas. Black other areas. Oh, hang on, I haven't read on. That's in the wrong order. Black Caribbean, black African, African-American, and then black other areas. 
Yeah, I don't think I'm going to be able to do this one. No. No. Oh, it says that you let uh, you need to be within the M25, ideally. So that's, oh. I definitely can't. <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, that's that's it. That's it. I, I wish they'd led wow. me that. I got, I got excited and then I then discovered I can't do it. Quiet week on spotlight. Okay, yeah, quiet quiet week on spotlight. Um, yeah. Okay, okay. So that's uh, that's that done. Uh, good. That's, <laughs> well done. That's how most people end their features. Isn't <laughs> that's that done. That is that <laughs> that's done. That's that done. That's this done. And that's the podcast done. 